0: Well, hello, and welcome back to Goody Goody with Lily King. Wow, it is already November. No freaking November. What the heck? Where has time gone? Um, Let's see, I think the last podcast I did was maybe in September. Man, that was so long ago. Let me do a little catch up on things that have been going on. Um, and just like what's got us to today november 19th 2020 that's crazy literally thanksgiving is in a week a week from today is thanksgiving and then before we know it it'll be christmas that is insane so, um, school started, I think the last podcast I did, I hadn't started school. So schools, cause school, my school started late. We started like September 7th, maybe super, super late, which was crazy because, you know, all of our friends were going back and here we are now we're in school anyways. Um, So, school started. I'm taking a full load of classes. Um, I'm a marketing major and so I'm in a lot of marketing intensive classes, which are really cool. I'm learning a lot. Um, I'm still in a couple of, you know, just like normal um, business classes that are not so fun, but we do them because we know that eventually we won't have to take them anymore, right? So I'm taking a lot of classes, and then I have two jobs. I currently have an internship with um, a really cute retail store um, on their creative team, and that is a whole lot of fun. That's during the week. And then on the weekends, I've been working at the store for the retail company um, called Vestique. I've been working at the store for them, and that has been a lot of fun just because of the interactions I get with people and, you know. You're just going to see a lot of people wear a lot of cute clothes and anyways, that's been a lot of fun, but definitely has been keeping me super busy on top of homework and you know, trying to hang out with people and doing all that kind of college stuff. But also last time we talked, I'm pretty sure that I was going to nine rounds, um, which I loved. Like we, I mean, I love that nine rounds is great nine rounds. If you don't know, it's like a kickboxing um, place. So you go in for 30 minutes and you've got nine rounds that you do. And I think each round is like three minutes. And then in between each round is like, um, okay, guys, give me 30 seconds of burpees before the clock, you know, before the clock dings. And then you're back to, you know, uppercut, uppercut, jab, kick, stuff like that. So that was great. That was really good for the, you know, purpose it had in my life. Um, but when the gyms opened backed up, I was kind of like, okay, well, that was great. That was really great, but I missed the gym. So, um, also nine rounds was just a little too pricey for a month to month basis for me. So, you know, that college budget, but, um, the gym is not, the gym is like 10 bucks a month. So we go to the gym. Um, but I have learned so much since I think I last talked to you guys, um, so much about myself, so much about what I'm good at, so much about just so many little different things. I think a lot of life happens for us in a short amount of time, also in a lot of time, but we can learn a lot about ourselves within just a few months. And that's really like where I've been um, learning and growing and realizing how strong I am in multiple different ways. The most like physical way, that I can like explain strength. Um, and then I can like tie it into like emotional strength and mental strength and all of that. But when I started going back to the gym, my natural habit is to just grab the weights I need, like the dumbbells and there's a movie room at my gym and it's dark. So I like to grab the weights and I like to go into the back of the movie room because you know, it's kind of fun like watching, you know, a movie, but I go in the back of the movie room and I just do my workout there because one, like, I feel like no one can like judge me and like they could think I don't like I'm not having the right form or I'm not doing the right move or man, she should be lifting a lot lighter than that. She does not look like she's like holding those weights correctly or man, she's only lifting that much weight, man, that's like nothing. Oh my gosh, she's watching a video. She's watching a video on what to do. Ugh, man, she does not belong here. Those were the fears that kind of like went through my head at the gym. So I would either go into the movie room, especially last year, um, and just kind of like hide and do my thing there, feeling confident in what I was doing when no one was watching. Um, and I would do like, I have done Beach Body, which I loved beach Body, I've done Sydney Cummings. I love my girl Sydney Cummings. But, um, you know, there's only, there's only so much you can do in one thing before it's time for you to move on and time for you to grow. And that is what I'm learning in a lot of different aspects of life as well. Like there is a time and place for everything and you grow where you are and you grow in that season. And then you've like, you get to a point where you've grown as much as you can grow. And so then it's time for you to figure out, okay, like what can I do now? Can I up my weights? Can I go look for that new job? Can I go talk to that person? Can I, you know, like, can I take another class? Can I cut back on a class? Because I know that... This is going to be more time consuming. Should I go for that promotion? There's so many different ways where when we've reached our peak in our life, like we get comfortable. And so then it's time to push to the next level. And so I started asking Steven, I was like, if you get a gym membership at my gym, will you please come with me and like show me, teach me how to lift? Because, um, you know, the the like the weight portion of the gym, I don't know about you guys, but... Pretty intimidating, especially because the people over there, they look so legit, not just guys. I mean, the girls over there, they can kick some butt. They're over there and they're cute like Gymshark or Lululemon leggings with like um, a cropped hoodie or like a crop top. I mean, they just look cute. Not only do they look cute, they look strong and intimidating because they know what they're doing. And so I was like, I don't want to go over there and not know what I'm doing. Like, I have no idea. I mean, I could like maybe like read a machine, like, you know, the little diagram on the machine. I could probably read that and be like, okay, so I, okay, so I like push that up and then I adjust, but adjusting machines can low key be the trickiest part of the machine anyways. And so Steven being as awesome as he is, got a gym membership at my gym right by school. Um, and we have been going a couple of times a week together and he has been showing me what to do in the weight section. And now I've gone to the point where like, I'm okay going and lifting without him. Like today after this, I'm going to go and do some legs. And I'm okay going into the weight section without him. Like I am confident now, one, and like how he feels for me and the confidence and how I know I feel about myself and how like strong I am and how confident I can be in that. But also like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like you go over there, And there, like, once I got over there, I think I realized how many different levels of people are over there. There's the girls over there who, like, they're just starting lifting like you. Or it might be their first time back to the gym ever or in months, like, since COVID. Or there could be guys over there who, dang, they are pumping some weight but there's also guys over there who are just trying to get a little bit of muscle on their body. There are so many different types of people over there and there are so many different types of people growing in their strengths and different ways that you just have to be comfortable doing you. And also I think there's some security and confidence in knowing that there's other people around you who are going to help you. So for example, last week, Um, it was during the day I was like, okay, like I've got time to kill. I want to go ahead and go to the gym and get my workout done. I was going to do legs. I was going to do the squat rack, which is where like, not the Smith machine. The Smith machine is really good if you're on your own, I think, but, or like, don't really know exactly what you're doing. But the, the squat rack is where like, it's the barbell, um, and you load weights on the side and then you squat under it and you push up, you back up and then you just start squatting. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go without Steven. I can do this. So I'm driving to the gym and my stomach is in knots. Like I was so nervous. I can feel the nerves as I'm talking right now. I pull up, I walk in, um, both other squatting racks are being used. And so I go to the leg press where like you're laying down, like you, the, like the weights above you. And I start just like warming up my legs and you know, that kind of thing. And I'm waiting for the squat rack to get open. Also, I'm going to feel so dumb if it's not called a squat rack. I call it a squat rack. I'm pretty sure it's called a squat rack, but who knows? Anyways, so the squat rack opens, but the guy has it at like a really low height because he was doing arms on it. So I have to take off the weights, pick up the bar, move it. Like I just had to readjust the whole thing and I was really shaky because I was nervous. And so I know the guys beside me probably were like, oh gosh, she does not know what she's doing. I finally get set up and I put two lightweights on the side because I just want to make sure, like, I'm confident in doing that on my own without Steven there, like, you know, spotting me. So I do that. I get 10 reps done quick and I'm like, okay, like, I got to push myself. I know I can go stronger than that. And so I'm settling if I stay at this weight. And I'm not going to get the full workout or the full endurance challenge or anything that I need if I stay where I'm at right now. So, I unload the weight on one side and I start putting a heavier weight on the next side. And I see the guy beside me at the bar rat or at the squat, whatever, at, at his station. <laughs> he comes over and he helps me and he's like, are you going to go for a 10? And I was like, no, no. I was like, I want to go for a 45. And he was like, what? And so he helps me put the 45 on. And in that moment, I realized that in that moment, I had people around me Even other girls, who if I started struggling doing a squat, I know someone would step in and help me. Help me get it up to the bar so I'm safe or whatever. But, like, I was not alone, even though I didn't know people right then, I still wasn't alone. And I think that's what so many of us forget is that when we start to push ourselves and we, like, bump up in something or we, like, strive to go somewhere else or strive for the next chapter in our lives or strive to push forward, there are people around you, whether you know them or not, whether you're close to them or not. I think that's also something I've realized is, like, there are people in my life who I may not be, like, super, super close to. But man, when I need encouragement or when I need something, they always are there. They always step in in that moment and they're there and they're ready and they're equipped to help me. So I think that's something we can like all remember is that there's always people around you either watching how you act or watching what you're doing. But there's also always people around you who are like willing to step in and help you and willing to help you move, willing to help you push up, willing to help you get up from whatever, whatever you're doing. Because when you're squatting, you're close to the ground. And so there's people around you who, if you start to struggle and you start to wobble or tilt when you're low, they're going to help you get back up to the high spot. Um, so that has been something fun in my life, something that I didn't realize how strong I was, how much weight I could lift. But also I think like mentally in the same, in the same breath, I've been learning how mentally strong I have to be and how mentally strong, um, and just multiple situations and multiple facets of my life that I'm learning and trying to be strong in because there's so much going on right now. You know, there's so much going on in the world and I know there's so much going on in your personal life and You know, in your school life and your work life and your home life, like there's always stuff good or bad going on. And um, actually, the crazy thing I think to think of so, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this, but you know, when you go to a restaurant and you look around and you see so many different people there, do you ever just, or you go to the beach? The beach is a good one too. You go to the beach and you look around and you see so many families. So many kids, so many adults, so many couples. um, And you just stop and you wonder like, man, I wonder what's going on in their life right now. Like, I have my everyday life, but so do they. And I am just like a little glimpse in the background of their life. I think that is so cool to think about. But in the same sense, like I have my everyday life and you have your everyday life. And there are things going on in your life that like I have no idea about. And... Hopefully, I can be like a background character in your life and maybe speak some positivity today or, I don't know, encourage you to bump up or push up or grow or strive for that next hard challenge in your life. But at the end of the day, I'm just a background character in your life. And so I hope that you are able to live your life to the fullest and you're able to explore and grow and push yourself because that's what it's about. Like, it's not about us being static and staying where we are. It's about us growing um, and being like able to grow and push ourselves and get uncomfortable with where we are. Um, So another thing a couple days ago. Uh, or probably like two weeks ago, actually, a friend of mine reached out to me and was like, Hey, would you and Steven be interested in doing a wedding shoot for us? Um, so, basically, what a wedding shoot is, if you don't know, a bunch of vendors, and a vendor is like when you go to a wedding, a caterer is a vendor, um, the venue, a vendor. Um, The flowers, like, the florist is a vendor. The DJ is a vendor. So, basically, a vendor is just, like, like a generic word for everybody who comes together to, like, make a wedding happen. So, for a a wedding photo shoot, you have someone who, like, a, a bridal salon or, like, a bridal company who will lend you a dress. And so, they lend, like, the planner of the event a dress. And then... Like, the florists will come together, the cake people will come together, um, the, like, decorations people, and then the Vinny people will all come together to kind of, like, throw a mini little wedding. But it doesn't feel like a wedding at all. Because when you're there, it's just... So, it was me and Steven. And while we were there, it was, like, we were... Like, I had my hair and makeup done by people there, and then I put on a dress, and Steven um, wore a super cute outfit. But anyways, um, while we were there, it was like we would be taking these pictures and, you know, acting as if we were at a ceremony or had just got done at a ceremony um, or, like, sitting at, like, a little table with decorations, but at the end of the day like you're sitting there and then there's a bunch of empty chairs and then there's like four ladies there who are like, yeah, you guys look so cute. Good job. Wow. That was so cute. Good job. Or like, you know, so it did not feel like a wedding at all, but that's what a wedding shoot is. So while we were there, right when I got my dress on and walked to the patio, like the front porch of this beautiful house at a vineyard, um, she was like, all right, Steven, like take Lily's arm. And I was wearing this poofy, poofy dress like it had so much tool it was so hard to walk in um and I couldn't get it dirty like so the ground was really muddy on on the grass and the photographer would be like okay like let's you know you guys spin around on the grass and then walk to the creek and I was like how am I supposed to not get my dress muddy so that the poor planner can return it because she was like don't get it dirty or like not take a picture it was just oh so back to what I was saying, we're on the porch. And so my instinct is to pick up like the bottom of this dress and like, just kind of carry it like in a bundle in a messy bundle in my arms and then walk to where they need me to walk. That way I don't trip that way. I don't like get the dress dirty, you know, mess it up, rip it with my high heels, anything like that. And so she's like, Steven, grab her arm and let's just start walking. I'm going to start taking pictures of you guys um so I like I pick it up you know and I'm just like walking very like not not elegant not beautiful but also I was like this isn't my wedding day like they don't need a picture right here I'll probably just go get a picture like at the cabana you know so she's like whoa 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 she's like put the dress down um carry like a little bit in your arms and then Steven you grab her hand and you guys start walking slowly I was like oh my goodness this is gonna be so difficult but her whole point in this, she then said to us after, she was like, when I take pictures, I tell the bride and groom, or who I, like the family, whoever she's taking pictures of, that the whole photography process is like a journey. Like you taking pictures is not you getting to one one spot, taking pictures there, not taking photos, walking to the next spot, and then taking photos. Your photography, like your photo session is a whole entire journey. So you walking from one venue to the next is a journey. You walking in a family picture from like you know one field where you take a picture to the next or the car is a journey. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Okay, so many families go get Christmas trees at like in the mountains. So from the moment you get out of the car to the moment you walk to the Christmas tree farm through the Christmas tree farm. Buying the Christmas tree, picking the Christmas tree, going back to your car, putting it on top of the car, and then getting in your car. That is all a journey that can be photographed, can be remembered, can be pictured, displayed, everything. So, definitely was a learning lesson for me in the sense of, like, everything I'm going through is a journey Every part of my life, whether it's a little like me trying to walk with that dress all like bundled in my arms or whether it's a big part of my life. Every single thing we go through is a journey where we're growing, we're changing, we're moving like we're going from one chapter to the next. And I think it's easy to forget that. And it's easy just to want to rush. Like, I just want to pick up the dress and rush to the next spot because I wanted to be there already. But really, we would have missed out on some beautiful moments in between the patio all the way to the grass because of me rushing. And so I think in a lot of times in our life, we just try to rush from one point to the next and we forget things and we miss things and we miss beautiful moments because of it. So take a pause and just kind of enjoy where you are and enjoy looking for that next step you're supposed to take and even if it looks little or even if your day isn't super super eventful today it's still part of your journey it's still a part of what you're doing and where you're growing and where you're going to next because I think we like so frequently in life just look for the big things but really it's a bunch of little things that shape who we are and shape the person we are, and our character, and who we're supposed to be, and that is huge. Like, if we only go to the big moments, I mean, how many huge moments do we really have in our life? Like, you're born, birthdays are pretty big, you know, you could say Christmases are big, um, and then you've got, like, graduation, and then you've got college, and you've got graduation again, and then you've got... A wedding maybe, if that's what you you know desire, or uh, when you have kids or a family, a big job, a promotion like there's really you can probably count on a couple hands. I'm not going to say one hand because that's really sad. You could probably count on a couple of people's hands, um, the big moments in your life, but every single day is filled with tons, hundreds of little moments. Hundreds of little moments. Um, I remember one time I went to Starbucks, like right by my school, and I walked in, and the barista was like, "I've seen you before on campus. I've seen you walking around before." And I was like, "What?" And they were like, "Yeah, like um, I've seen you like talking and smiling at other people." And in that moment, I realized whatever little moment they saw me in, like that was a little moment, and that was. Talking to the barista at Starbucks in that moment was also a big moment for me because I realized that no matter where you are, there's always people watching you. There's always people observing what kind of attitude you're having or what kind of persona you're giving off or how you're treating other people. And I think that is like, that was a little moment. That was a little moment that shaped, has shaped me and will continue to shape how I act around people and how I treat people around me. Um, Another thing the photographer said, she said that the best, like, the best pictures she takes are not captured just standing standing still. They're captured in motion. Like, so, even if they were subtle movements, she always wanted Steven and I to be moving. Whether that was, like, me just twirling my dress a little bit, or like him rubbing my arm. There was always some kind of little movement. And when there wasn't little movement, the picture was boring and flat. And I think it's so easy for us in our life to get comfortable. And to just stay where we are because we feel safe. And we feel comfortable. And we feel like, okay, look, I, you know, I've, I've done enough. Like I've gotten to the best spot in my life. And so it's really important that we grow and we push ourselves And that we don't just stay where we are, but we realize we grow the most and have the best moments when we're moving. It doesn't have to be a big movement. It doesn't have to be like a, all right, I'm quitting my job. I'm, you know, it doesn't have to be something crazy big. It doesn't have to be like, I'm changing my major completely senior year. If you do, power to you. I've heard so many people doing that and that is awesome. I applaud you for having the courage to do that and having the determination to do that but it can be little movements such as like okay today instead of you know doing this I'm gonna try to push myself and do this or I'm gonna try to push myself you know at the gym or I'm gonna try to push myself in this class and try to actually like be here and be present or i'm going to push myself in this relationship to not act this way or to be kind even though it's hard or you know there are so many different ways that we're growing and changing i've said growing a lot but it's just it's so true because i think at 21 years old i've really just realized we have a choice and your choice is either with like the situations you're put in and you're given you can either grow And you can try to become a better person and have a kind heart and a beautiful soul and all of that and what you're given. Or you can be ugly and you can be mean and you can be hard. And there definitely are people who choose the latter. And even though they choose the latter, we are still called to be kind to them. And it can be hard. Like it is not pretty and it is not easy, but In that moment when I'm interacting with that person, I am still called to be kind. I don't have to let them walk all over me, but I'm still called to be kind to them and to treat them as I would want to be treated. And I think that is something I am just continually learning in so many situations in my life, in so many different ways. And that's just really something that, like, I hope I never forget. And I hope that I don't ever choose to be ugly, harsh, and mean, because that is just... I mean, that doesn't give life to anybody. That doesn't bring joy to anybody when we act like that. And so if you get anything out of today, I hope you get that. You can push yourself. You can go for the next chapter. You can go for the next moment, the next stage. There's people around you who are going to help you. Whether you see them right now or not, there is people looking out for you. I promise there are people looking out for you. They may not be your closest friends. They may not be like your, you know, your number one people. And if you don't have those, then I promise there are people out there who are having your back. You know, like that guy at the gym, the girl at the gym. They were there. Like they know that if I'm struggling, they're going to come grab both ends of the barbell and help me get up so that I don't fall to the ground. I also hope that you get that movement and motion is necessary to get to the next step in your life. It doesn't have to be big. It can be small. It can be you reaching out to to somebody and offering an apology or reaching out to somebody and telling them they hurt you or reaching out for, you know, putting your resume out there, starting your Instagram account, you know, starting that boutique you wanted to start or trying out for a team or so many different things. Just making a little movement, a little adjustment, and doing something small and little defines little moments in our life that ultimately shape the way we respond to the big moments so that's all I have for you guys today but I want to say thank you so much for listening and I hope you guys have had um a good time with me I hope that you were able to track along because you know I know I can go a little bit all over the place um But I'm just so thankful for you guys. And I hope that you have a great holiday leading up to Thanksgiving. Um, I have class all the way until Wednesday night at 830 before Thanksgiving. So not looking forward to that. But you know what? It builds character. So it's going to be okay. And I hope you guys have some great family time. I hope you have some great Friendsgivings. um, And make some great memories in motion along the journey you know, in photographs or just in memory, but I'm thankful for you guys. And I can't wait to talk to you guys again. All right. Bye.